green, 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 green. And what, what's that song for? Oh my gosh. It's for a choir with like <laughs> elementary age students that I've joined. Is it like, uh, do you say more words than green or it's just a green color song? It's about the color green. Okay. <laughs> there are more words, but that is the, the, the kick-ass, like, melody, verse, chorus. Excuse me, chorus. Okay. And it's a little trippy, I'm not going to lie. I like it. It sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, it has elements of all the greats. Um, it, it brings to mind like the angels we have heard on high. Sometimes they get funky with the, the Glorias. Yeah, they do. And so like certain vocals are doing weird things. In this one, both the soprano and the alto line are doing the same, same pattern, but different notes. I'm into it. It's going to be good. It's for St. Patrick's Day. So speaking of green, mm. I don't actually have a segue <laughs> from that. This is going to be a common theme. This isn't is it? going to be a joke. Um, so you know, we're just going to chat quickly about Lent. Um, Lent. What's, what's today? Today's Mardi Gras. So tomorrow is the first day of Lent, Ash mm. Wednesday. Amen. And I'm giving up booze. Ooh! For the first time in my life, I'm giving up alcohol. Which you're not a boozy like a booze hound, I would say. But you no. enjoy your you enjoy a fine drink. I'm not a booze hound, but I I, I drink like. Every other night, every mm-hmm. third night of the week. So. And I really, I enjoy the social aspect of drinking. So, I, and I, that's a big part of it. I recognize you can still be social while your friends are drinking and you don't have to be, but it's so tempting. But I like it. And also, I've been like relaxing these last two months. And so I've just been like drinking some wine and reading Harry Potter. And it's been really great. But now I finished Harry Potter. So oh. I don't need the wine. He dies, right? He definitely doesn't die. Well, he in a, in a way, he dies. <laughs> I guess that's true. I know he doesn't die. Uh, what are you... You're not giving up anything for Lent. No, I am not. Um, I was not raised in a religious way, so I, I've not, you know, experienced Lent. I experienced it in my Catholic high school where they would take the candy out of the office, and that would <laughs> anger me because... That's really funny. Number one, not everyone gives up candy for Lent. And number two, true. not everyone is Christian. Yeah. Um, but I do love, like, the challenge that Lent presents. Um, and so in solidarity with my Lent observing friends, I'm going to try and drink more water in the, in the, the 40 days. Because I don't drink enough water, and it's a good, it'll be a good challenge for me. Are you just going to, like, throughout the day, if you have a moment, just, you're just going to mm-hmm, drink a glass of water? Yeah, I need to get in a better habit of carrying my water bottle around with me. The hardest part for me about drinking more water is you just have to go to the bathroom so much more. And I'm lucky enough that I'm in a job that, like, I can step out. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't want to have to be doing that five times in an hour. That's what's rough. It's like going pee every 20 minutes. It can become... It's not fun. Really inconvenient. And, like, when you guzzle water like that, yeah. you really got to be. Yeah. Especially, I feel like your body almost overcompensates in the beginning because it doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah. So, I look forward to it. Um, all right. Well, today, because it's Mardi Gras, Ooh. we thought we would share our favorite 
drunk stories. Right, because flashing our audience to get beads does not work so well when you have a podcast. It's interesting because, like, I could, like, describe flashing Mm -hmm. you on the podcast, but I don't think really you're going to get anything out of it. If we were vloggers, video bloggers... Okay, sure. ...on the YouTube, (laughs) that would definitely be an option. Yeah, but would that get taken down because of the nudity? I don't know what YouTube's nudity clauses are. I don't know. Get nasty. I know that Instagram does not allow the female nipple to be shown. What? Yeah, but it's fine with the male nipple. (sighs) So people sometimes will will fuck with Instagram and they will paste the nipple. They'll paste a male nipple onto a female nipple. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. People are are, they got a lot of time on their hands. Smash the page. That that doesn't seem like it would take long. That's true. I don't have skills like that. So to me, it it seems like it would. But you're right. All right, Molly. So we're talking about the drinking. Yeah. The drinking of the alcohol that you're giving up. Okay. Well, one of my favorite stories is from senior year of college. Okay. When I was a legal citizen to drink, because obviously nobody drinks... Before they're 21. Right. Like, I can't I don't, imagine. I've never, I've never heard of an instance like that. I can't so imagine. I was 21, hmm. a, a senior... In college, and I was living for the first time on my own. Um, I went to a very small college, and it was in a town where housing was cheap. So in order to get the most bang for their buck, they basically didn't let students live off campus until senior year. Oh. And even then, it was still dicey whether or not you'd get an exemption. And I get it, whatever. So so my two friends and I were living off campus in a house, and it was delightful. Um, and it was early on in the year, like it must have been at least just September. Like we started mid-August, well, late August. So it was probably September. It was, okay. well, you know, it was warm out. It was beautiful. Indiana summer. Um, Not to be confused with an Indian summer. Correct. I don't know how politically correct that is, so I don't even try to use that. And so you're right. It's an Indiana summer. Do you think, wait, is should we say Native American summer? I don't even know what... I don't even know how it relates to the Native Americans. Like, why is it even called that? Oh, that's a good point. So, I have a lot of unclear thoughts on that. So, if anyone has any information to clear it up, feel free to, to email us. I believe that we have an email now. We do. The General Store Podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. So, feel free to email us your, your feelings, your hopes, your dreams, your information on Native American summers. Email us your PIN number. <sighs> email us your social security number. Yes. Email us some nudes. Ooh, maybe just... <laughs> I don't need any of those. Some v, nudes. V will take those. Anyway. Email so us the nudes. It was, it was an Indiana summer. Nudes. <laughs> and in the summertime, you know, you like to wear your jorts. You, I'm, uh, I'm about to buy a pair of jorts. I'm, yeah. What I always do is I always take my pants that I've ruined from the, summer, the season before and I just make them into jorts. Does it work out well for you? Sometimes. It's hit or miss. It's hard, yeah. It's hit or miss. Okay. Um, so I was, wearing, I was wearing the shorts. I don't know if I was cool enough for the jorts yet. You're cool. And I don't even know where, I don't even know how the evening progressed. Like, I don't know if we started at our house and we moved to like a party on campus. Well, it wouldn't be on campus. It would have been off campus. But who knows? Okay. But what you definitely need to know is that what separated... Our house from campus was a large road called 40, U.S. State Road 40. And it's quite a long road, actually. It 
It travels many miles and it's, you know, busy and there was no street light. So it could be a dangerous crossing. Okay. You could feel like you were in the Oregon Trail and trying to get across that river. Are you going to get dysentery on that road? I'm definitely not going to get dysentery. What is dysentery? <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. Another thing people can email us. Or I'm going to look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Continue. So who was it? It was me, my roommate Carolyn, and my roommate Sarah. And we were, we were, were properly drunk in a very, you know, good-hearted way. Nobody was crying. Nobody was screaming at each other. We, yeah. were, we were in a really good drunk place. I don't know if Sarah was actually drunk. I don't think she was. And that'll come back later in the story okay. in a safety situation. So Carol and I are properly s- soused. Sauced. Sauced, thank you. We're soused. I, that's not a real word. Soused is soused. Um, and she and I have, we have made the crossing of 40. The, and you the, didn't the get dysentery, National which is road. inflammation of the intestines accompanied Ooh. by bloody diarrhea. That sounds not like, that's a not good day. No, and thank goodness I didn't have it. Yeah, I'm glad for you. We made it across. I was, we had all of our, <laughs> all of our intestines were, were non-bloody. And you didn't have the trots. We did not have the bloody trots. So, I think we were feeling pretty proud of ourselves. Okay. And yeah. that is, that's going to come in, our egos may be a little oh, inflated. Shit. Because I invited my friend Carolyn mm-hmm. to hop on my back okay. for a good old-fashioned piggyback ride. Sure, because you're a good friend. We are good friends. I, I think I was just, I was in a, in a joyful mood. It was back to school drunk. You know, like you oh, were yeah. done, you know, you were seeing it's all your so friends. So she hopped on up. And she's a small little waifish girl, so okay. it was no problem. So, you know, we're walking down the road to our street. And along, and it's also worth noting, along this side of 40, there are college-owned houses. So, like, you live in a house, but it's college-owned. Okay. So, she starts kind of slipping down. You know, like, when you're giving, you know, you start slipping down your back. So, I, I like, re-hoisted her up, you know? And if if you're a regular non-drunk person, you're using your core to just keep you keep you strong and you're you're using your arms to keep them where they need to be and they're probably gripping where they need to be. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. When you are drunk, it does not all work out that way. So I hoisted her up. She went too far up my back. So her center of gravity was way higher and Uh-oh. we both just Oh shit. We just went down. <gasps> we both fell. I hit I oh fell my on my God. face, scraped up my knees. I don't know what she all I don't know what she tore up. I'm sure it was a lot. But my knees were properly scraped up. I got, like, cuts on my face, which has never happened before. Which, to me, I'm just like, you've messed up if you have, like, facial cuts. If you have cuts in your face. I also broke the arm of my glasses. So, like, the little, you know, the little bendy, the part that goes around your ear. So, we were kind of in a daze. Our friend Sarah was like, oh, my God, I guess I have to walk home and get the car to pick us up. I don't know. I mean, we weren't that far, but I think she was kind of overreacting. So, we were all bloody, and I was like, oh, it's cool. I look over at the college-owned house, and it's my friend, my friend Stephanie lives there. So, I was like, oh, we can just go in. We can, like, wash up in there while we wait for Sarah. So, we go in there. We, like, I don't even, I'm sure we didn't ring the bell. I just sauntered in there. And she probably was like, what? I mean, like, there were other people living in this house that I didn't, I wasn't necessarily friends with. And I mean, she was luckily quite like right there and she's like, what? How? And I explained it. And so we're in the bathroom. She's helping me like wash up. She's like wiping my knee, my bloody knees. How drunk are you? I was drunk okay. because get ready for it. I say to her with a lot of concern as she's wiping the blood off my knees, yeah. I inform her that I do not have AIDS and that it is therefore safe to touch 
my open wounds. Oh my god. Which I can guarantee you she was not worried. Yeah. That I had HIV AIDS. Um, so that probably didn't cross her mind. But in my state, I was just like, I need to let You're her so know wasted. it's okay. <gasps> so Sarah comes with a car. She picks us up. We go back home. The next day, raging hangover, obviously. My glasses are broken. We have to get up early to drive to Ikea to pick up furniture. Ugh. And, like, that's the only day that will work. We have to go that day. It's an hour away in Ohio. Ew. I, my glasses, like, I, I, I don't have the worst prescription, but I need it for driving. I had to, like, super glue them. The fumes from the super glue, like, was fucking with my hangover. Oh, my God. We then had to go to Ikea. It was awful. Did you barf? I didn't, but I just, it, it's just, like, that never-ending, like, never-ending headache. So, are you, have you given up on piggyback rides? Um, I have not given a drunken one since then. I don't even know if I've given a sober one. But funnily yeah. enough, two summers ago... My sister did a very similar thing in um, Bloomington, Indiana. Really? Where she's living. She gave her friend Brian one, and they both fell. She fell, like, right on her glasses. She didn't break them, but she scratched them up really badly. She also got, like, a black eye, like a major black eye. I was worried she broke her nose. She didn't. But it was... Piggyback Don't do it. Don't... Like, that's... You know, and when you're in school, they teach you, like, don't do drugs, don't have sex, no smiling... Bank your friends, but they don't teach you not to give piggyback rides. Drunken ones or otherwise. I think the only safe space to give a piggyback ride is in the water. Yeah. Because you fall in and it's, it's fun. You fall in and it's fun. It's Yeah, ten usually 9.5 out of 10 times, it's safe. You can also sometimes really, like, if you kneel down in the water while they're on your back and then you can get your hands under their legs and push them off over your head. Yeah. They'd probably have to be, like, a smaller person to do that. In my mind, I'm not that strong. But it was not a... Yeah, it wasn't good stuff. That's a... That's a painful drunk story. It was because, you know, the knees, when they start scabbing up... Yeah? It's awful because, like, you're bending them constantly and it's, like, that scab. Oof. Well, I have a painful drunk story, too. Yes. This actually got started at your place two years ago. Oh, Molly made these yummy homemade margaritas, and I was like... I get very excited when, like, the first, like, really warm spring day, like, usually I feel like it's end of April, mid-April, end of April, May, Yeah. and I just get so excited, and it's like, I go to the store, and I I buy oranges and limes and lemons, and I just juice them all. She did. And you know what I did? What? And I, I hope to God I have it somewhere in my parents' basement. I really splurged, and I bought the Jose Cuervo... Sombrero hat. You to, did to salt your drink. You did, and it was the drinks were so good. Because I think I was like, this is gonna be the summer of like sorority girl margaritas, and that's what happened to me. That I was definitely a sorority mm. girl that night. Mm. So I got blackout drunk at Molly's place, and, and like, it came on quickly. It was like you were fine, 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 and suddenly like we were all we're like, oh shit. Yeah, I was drunk. just so drunk. So my boyfriend. Drives over, picks me up. To, it was raining hard too. to bring me home. I don't remember anything. It was coming down. He's driving me home, and he said I was mute. I wasn't talking <laughs> to him, which is weird because you're I'm, you're talking. I'm talking obviously. I have podcasts, <laughs> and he thought that was strange. And then we're like, I don't know, five blocks from our house, mm. and, and I you just, were not living in a in a in a. 
I wouldn't say it was a bad neighborhood by any means, well, but it was just desolate. Yeah, there's nothing around. Just nothing houses around. everywhere, and they're all, everyone's asleep. It's late at night. It's like midnight, right? Yeah. Like, so I just got out of the fucking car. You were like, peace? At the intersection. And I mean, he's was like, he stopped, at least? He was stopped, and he's yelling at me to get back in the car, and he's like, what the hell? Were you but pissed? I don't know. I was blacked out. I don't <laughs> know what I did. And he, he gets mad, so he drives five blocks home, parks his car, doubles back to try to find me, and he can't find me. Because you're just in the neighborhood. Because I'm just wandering around drunk in the neighborhood. Do you think you have your shoes on at least? My shoes are definitely on. Because I do remember in that evening, we were running around outside in the rain, and I don't think you had your shoes on. I don't... I remember being outside. You know what? Maybe I didn't have shoes on. You might... I mean, you probably put shoes on to leave my house. I probably did. So, you probably did have shoes on. John can't find me in the neighborhood... So he goes back home to wait for me, and I, there's this thing about the back door Mm. to our place. I didn't have a key to it. Oh, that doesn't sound safe. Now, if you had had a key, do you think you would have been able to? I would have been okay. Oh, yeah? I didn't have a key to the back door, so I don't know why I didn't just go to the front door. Well, it's confusing when you're drunk. I was blacked out drunk, so I get to the back door, and actually the screen door is locked too, and it was a glass screen door. And I guess I figured that I would just break the glass (laughs) Mm -hmm. screen door with my knee and then get inside the house instead of just... Despite the fact that there's another door behind the glass? That's locked. I don't have a key to it. And despite the fact that I could just walk around the house and go on the front door because I know John is home. Um, so I break the back screen door that's glass with my knee, like in the movies, and I start bleeding oh. everywhere. And luckily John was home to save my life because he heard the commotion, oh. unlocks the back door. He sees me just like bleeding everywhere, covered oh. in glass, and I'm like, I'm fine. Oh. And he's like, oh shit. She is not fine. She's not Okay. So he brings me in the kitchen. I don't remember. He brings me in the kitchen, and he's, like, wiping me up. There's fucking glass everywhere. There's, like, glass shards in my leg. And he's wiping it up, and he's like, babe, we got to go to the hospital. And I'm like, I'm fine. Don't (laughs) touch me. I'm going to bed. At least you were talking to him now. At least I was talking again. I don't know what my attitude problem is. (laughs) So he's like, nope, we're gonna, they're not gonna play this game. I don't know how he did it. He gets me in the fucking car, Ooh. takes me to the hospital. Does the car still have blood stains in it? Do you think from this incident? I don't think so. He wrapped my leg in a paper, like a bunch of paper towels. Good he like call. Good made call. a little thing, and I think he taped my leg together too. Oh my god, with like duct tape. Um, oh. And we get to the hospital, and he said that I was. I think standing barefoot in the lobby, screaming at him that I didn't, like, I'm fine. I don't want to be here. I just want to go home. And And I'm sure everyone was looking askance at him. People are looking askance at him. They think that he beat me up. Yes. But I think after a minute, they realize I'm drunk out of my mind. I remember, not to to divert from this, but I remember... Not really, like, as a child, not understanding that, like, in, like, situations, like, at the hospital, sometimes people get blamed who aren't the ones to blame. Because yeah. I remember that I cut my toe at the beach, and it got really gross and infected, and mm-hmm. my mom, like, just didn't know about it, because I was old enough that it wasn't like she was at yeah, the beach with me. And then finally, I did tell her when it was, like, really gross and bad, and she's like, we need to go to the hospital. And she, I remember her at the hospital saying to the doctor or the nurse or whoever, like, she didn't tell me about this, and, like, I just remember being like, why did she keep saying that? And now I'm like, oh, they, she probably was 
worried they were going to be like cutting up my toe. Anyway, so poor John. So then the things that I remember about the hospital is I remember thinking that John was taking me to the loony bin. Stop. And he was going to lock me away. Oh, my God. And because he was standing at a hallway, mm. and this was so fucked up, such paranoid shit. He was standing at the front of the hallway, and he's like, come this way with me. And he was so nice and calm. I was like, he's going to lock me away oh in the loony bin, and, like, I'm a crazy person. And I was like, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to the... You can't lock me away. And he's, like, he stays super calm. And he's like, would I do that to you? Oh, my he's God. like, da-da-da. This was really trippy fucked up Yes. Shit. I've never been, like, a paranoid drunk. Sure. And I was so fucked up. So, finally, he gets me into the doctor's office. And the doctor's there. And the doctor's not pleased with me. <laughs> he knows that I'm wasted. He's probably, like, the end of his shift. It's the end of his fucking shift. It's, like, 2 in the morning. He knows that this is my fault and yeah. not my boyfriend's. Yeah. And so I remember sitting at the table and the doctor's like, okay, I'm going to do your stitches. You might want to look away. And I go, listen, <laughs> I just binge watched 12 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So like, bring it on, Dr. Doc. Bring it on. And I watch him do my stitches and I'm like Ooh. cheering him on. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do it, stitches. And he's not having nope. it. He's not. He does not think I'm charming nope. or cute. He does not want to make out with me. Because I do feel like that is one area that Grey's Anatomy hasn't really touched upon is like the poor like graveyard shift ER doctors. He's dealing exhausted. with like the yahoos. Dealing with the yahoos. Mm. He was like, I need to be helping people who are actually mm-hmm. sick and hurt, and you mm-hmm. did this to your fucking self. Stupid idiot. Yeah. So he finishes up and he says, in a week they need to be taken out. And my boyfriend's standing right there nicely this whole time. And I'm like, so my boyfriend, that guy uh, (laughs) standing there, he's a funeral director. Can he take out my stitches? (laughs) And the doctor's like, no, no, absolutely not. Only a licensed physician may take out your stitches. And in my drunk head, I'm like, my boyfriend's going to take out my stitches. (laughs) the doctor's like, get out of my sight. Like, he's like, go. And so we go oh home. Oh, my God. John, my sweet, sweet boyfriend, bought me McDonald's. <gasps> then he puts me in bed, and he sleeps for, like, three hours before he has to go to work. I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, that was a dream, that was a dream, that was a dream. And I pull the blanket out oh from my over God. my leg, and it's all bandaged up. I really oh. was hoping it was a dream. And I'm, like, waiting for my boyfriend to wake up so I can, like, just, like, profusely apologize. And I'm waiting for, like, a half an hour. He finally gets up. And I think he's going to scream at me. And I just start apologizing. And he just looks at me sweetly. <laughs> and he goes, hmm, it happened. Ah! But there was a twinkle in his eye. Oh. And the twinkle said, if you do this shit again, <laughs> we are so done. Yeah. That's your one chance. And he's the love of my life. The love of your life. The Saved real life. question on everyone's minds is, did he take your stitches out? John, the funeral director... Took my stitches out. Wow. He like, I don't even remember. I think he got scissors and he sanitized them with alcohol and fire. Yes. These are two sanitizing elements. And so he did both and he removed my stitches. Um, and it was, I mean like dead flesh is probably very close to alive flesh. Well, I got 10 stitches and you, what's interesting is like you had to remove them or they would have gotten embedded into my skin because they weren't dissolvable. Right. The skin will just start growing over them. So it was a little creepy and my wound was still like gaping, but he had to remove them. Ugh. And it was really scary. I thought my wound was going to like rip open again. Yeah. But skin is strong. It's funny because I, 
that wound I had on my leg wasn't as painful as um, wounds I've had on my hands, like rope burn. I believe that. Like, when you get cuts on your hand, you use your hand all day, every day. Yeah. That it fucking hurts. And do you feel like there's a lot more nerve endings on your hand? Probably. I think like it's just knee? touching everything. Like, the, the bottom of my knee isn't touching stuff. Nope. So. Do you have a scar? Oh, I've got the nastiest scar. Gross. And I always, whenever I go to the doctor, like a nurse commented on it once. <laughs> the gynecologist was like, is that surgical? Or how'd you get that? And I had to tell her. <laughs> but luckily, you know, guys, I had my parents' insurance at the time. Oh, bless it. And all I had to pay was a $100 copay for the ER. Oh. That's all I paid. My ER copay currently is $1,000. Yeah, mine is not, I'm not on my parents' insurance. It's $1,000. Fucking awful. So if that happens again, Mm-mm. I have to wait till the motherfucking morning mm-hmm. to go to my GP. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going tomorrow for a blood pressure screening. And I'm worried they're going to make me pay a copay, but I don't think they are. I feel like they know what's up. You get like three visits a year, don't you? I think it's I only the beginning get one. Of the year. I don't even know, but I feel like they're on the sly and they know. Like, I had to get a TB test recently and they didn't, like, they're like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, maybe they'll be cool about it. I think they're cool. It's intense. I mean, it's an intense time for health insurance, too. Amen. Wow. I feel like I want to say that I've, I've learned, but, like, I'm drinking. I want to say that this shit doesn't happen anymore, but that's not true. I haven't. Like, last May... I would tell you the story, but I'd, I only remember bits and pieces. That's how bad it was. Right? It's, it is it is interesting. Like, every so often happens. it hits you. Every so often. Because, like, I feel like I'm aware of, like, what it takes to get blackout drunk, but every so often you just forget, and you just do something differently, and you just... I've still, like, there are a few occasions since the knee thing that I've, like, been so drunk that I dropped my phone in my oh. toilet and blamed it on oh. my boyfriend, and he's, like... He gets mad because he's like, this no, sh- This shit this is not, you can't, you only get so many chances to Agreed. like be an angry, Agreed. ruinous And they, they lessen the older you get. Like the yeah. amount lessens. I feel like I have no more uh, freebies. For this year? No, no, no. I, I feel oh. like I haven't messed up in a long time. Oh, good. So I feel like you got a couple in your in And your, I'm giving up booze for Lent, exactly. not because of the over-drinking, no. but just because I've been feeling icky. And it's fun to have a challenge. It's fun to kind of like let yourself know that you can do it. Yeah, I want to let myself, because I've never given it up. And let's be real, it's kind of like a nice restart button, because out like going out is expensive. And like if yeah. you can go out and get like a drink and get a nice little good buzz going from that one drink, that's so much nicer than having to get like three. Oh, totes my goats. Now that... Once again, not that going out and drinking means you have to get a buzz on. I'm saying you can go out and enjoy a drink and not, but I'm just, it's nice, you know. It's nice. It's just nice. Well, I think that's like, I think that's all we got. You know what? What? I think it's a lot. I think those are good stories. Email us. TheGeneralStorePodcast.com. No, TheGeneralStorePodcast at gmail.com. So close. I know it's wordy, but the like general store was taken. I understand. It's hard. It's hard, and I bet that email's not even in use anymore. Ugh, you're right. Um, so yeah, listen up next time. This is the general store. Thanks for stopping by.